Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. Yet 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 4th of May. The US Federal Reserve unnecessarily raised rates a further quarter point yesterday. This was as expected. Despite trashing forward guidance almost a year ago, the market interpretation of the economic signals in the context of recent Fed speak meant that this was not a significant surprise. Although the element of uncertainty created by last year's June policy errors did leave some room for foreign exchange markets to move a little bit. The press conference gave a clear signal that this was the end of the hike, hike, hike mentality, the strategy, if autopilot can be called a strategy, that has done so much damage. The Fed will now pause and markets will continue to speculate on how quickly rates will come down. Fed Chair Powell did push back against the idea of rate cuts by the end of the year, but Fed Chair Powell's actions have given investors no reason to believe his statements on policy. The Fed Chair was asked whether they thought wages were causing inflation and clearly stated that wages were not the principal driver of US inflation at the moment. Economics allows for three returns, returns to land, labour and capital, which for inflation means raw material prices, wage growth and profit margin expansion. It is clearly not raw material prices that are driving inflation. The Fed Chair has admitted that it is not principally wages that are leading to the inflation episode. That leaves profit-led inflation. Having dispensed with US policy, we now turn to the glittering wonder that is the euro and the ECB decision. The ECB is similarly expected to raise rates. There is perhaps more uncertainty about the outcome of the ECB meeting. 22 people meeting for two hours to decide the monetary and quantitative policies for a continent in the absence of strong leadership has to be a recipe for some uncertainty. The signals do point to a quarter-point increase, but without the commitment to stopping the autopilot tightening. Why a quarter-point? It seems relatively clear from the ECB's survey of lending that credit conditions are tightening. The euro economy is not perhaps quite so sensitive to this as is the United States. Consumer credit has played less of a role in supporting consumer spending in recent months, for instance, Nevertheless, the tightening of credit standards reduces the need to tighten policy. Inflation is falling and is likely to continue to decline, albeit not in an entirely smooth manner. That would argue for a peak of interest rates, but to declare a peak would probably require either stronger signals in lagging indicators like consumer price inflation, or stronger intellectual leadership capable of overcoming the factionalism of the ECB. As we approach the peak of an extraordinary tightening cycle in the developed world, uh, the impact of all of this on the real economy has to be considered. Tightening was obviously needed post-pandemic. There was an emergency requiring emergency policies, and as the emergency faded, there should have been a normalisation of policy. The tightening impact on demand has been blunted by a paying down of debt during the pandemic and by the fact that certain households still have savings stockpiles. 
The relative strength of the labour markets has reduced the need for precautionary savings, which would have exaggerated the downturn. But tightening has been less able to meaningfully impact inflation because the demand-led and supply-led inflation waves were less likely to respond to changing credit conditions. And while profit-led inflation can respond to tighter policy, policy is a blunt tool to be using there. Moreover, the tightening cycles have increased inequalities, falling more heavily on lower-income groups. Away from the central bank policy angst, the US will be issuing unit labour cost and productivity data for the first quarter. This should be useful information, but it's not really useful information because productivity is a residual of the GDP accounting system and GDP will be revised a lot in the future, meaning future revisions to unit labour cost numbers. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.